this season on The Bachelor. After the show, it's the after party then. Hey everybody, this is Tony from the Red Beard Podcast, and you guys are listening to The Bachelor After Party with Becca and Tony. And of course, I got Becca here with me, but what hometown episode would not be perfect without starting in a shower? Another shower. Well, I was going to say, he didn't even use soap, I don't think, in this particular one. No. And I also would like to point out, who is the camera person that has to deal with this every single... Is there one person? Like, is Colton, like, boys with Freddie, the camera guy? And he's like, yo, you're going to see my junk. And Freddie's like, no, that's they probably cool. have it. They probably have him, like, literally, like, wear his bathing suit. Because I think it would be awkward for him to be like... Hey, watch me like clean my junk and then like <laughs> and and film like and there was a really weird uh section of that shower scene where like he's doing that and then all of a sudden like towards the end of the shower he just kind of like like brushed his chest like three times to like wash the water off. It well, was just no, like, oh, that's a signal to Freddie. I'm getting out. So please put the towel down so oh I don't trip. God, it's so awkward. <laughs> Uh, we are actually broadcasting from our hometown. I know this week was all about hometowns. Right. And you're going to be seeing a lot more of where we come from because it looks like The Bachelorette, the upcoming season, will be filming in Newport, Rhode Island, which is just a hop, skip, and a bridge away from us. It's literally 30 minutes from us. And we're really excited that The Bachelorette is coming to Newport. I was doing a little bit of research and before they go off to these exotic places that they go to, they always make an East Coast stop. So this particular time, they're coming to Newport. It's the city by the sea. And we are so excited because don't think for a second, I'm not going to muscle my way in to seeing one of these dates being filmed in Newport. Yeah, but they probably keep that on like lockdown. So, I mean, how do Come you on. know where it is? By the time you find out where it is and get there, it's probably going to be over. They listed the places <laughs> where they want to film. And I know that for our out-of-staters, this might these these locations might not uh, jive with you, but we've got the Cliff Walk, which is very oh, famous yeah, and okay. renowned. Uh, Bel Mare, which is where we've gone okay, to many yeah. weddings. They're obviously going to be filming at the Newport Mansions. Yeah. And it's a whole week. It's March 21st through the 31st. So there's going to be a couple dates out of Newport. So at first people were speculating, oh, well, maybe this is about Jared and Ashley's wedding. Jared, uh, obviously, for those listening, you know who Jared and Ashley are by right. this, at this point. Well, that's getting, what I would think. They're getting married in Newport, but this summer. But no, this is straight up for The Bachelorette. And hmm. again, I'm so excited to stalk. And... I can't wait. Okay. Well, you'll be hearing it uh, live here, obviously, if we get any like firsthand <laughs> And if I get uh, arrested. Looks. Yeah, if you get arrested. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, this episode was really interesting. Uh, Colton had four hometowns. Um, all were very different. I think uh, we'll just start right from the get-go. We'll get into, um, you know, Hannah G. I think uh, Hannah's... I'm not even going to say Hannah G anymore. I was going to say the, Hannah. It's Caitlin. Caitlin, we started in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Oh, well, yeah. That, well, all right, fine. It, it's Virginia whatever. is for lovers, but I not actually, Colton because he doesn't bang people. I might have actually gotten things confused because I actually watched this episode twice. Yes. Uh, reason being is that I fell asleep in the middle and then I had to, and I watched the first and last <laughs> date. And then today I ended up watching the entire thing again. So, um, put so you that's, to sleep. That's so that, all right. No, I was just, I was done yesterday. But um, no, this is uh, so yeah. That's why I got confused. But Kaylin, yes, she was the first date. Um, yeah, let's talk about it. So obviously, she lives in this quaint southern town, and I always 
go back to what it would be like if we went to, say, my parents' house and how there would be potholes everywhere. There's trash all over the streets. Trash on the streets. No, especially like this week where we've had so much wind. There's like pizza boxes in everybody's lawn. Meanwhile, you're in Kaylin's hometown and it's like, here's a horse and buggy and there's, um, you know, Krusty's ice cream shop where everybody knows each other. So I always think it's funny when you go to these very quaint hometowns because there's not a lot of people throughout the country who can really relate to yeah, that. Yeah, but I mean, like, they make every town look, like, perfect. You know, like, okay, so I'm sure that they, like, make sure, like, the street is clean. You know, they made sure that the horse and carriage were going to show up exactly the right time. They made sure no one was at the ice cream shop. You know, so they make everything look perfect. Kaylin's hometown, I felt, was kind of boring. It didn't really do a whole lot for me. I, it, nice that she's very into her stepdad. I mean, the stepdad got more compliments than Kaylin did last night, clearly, now that we know the result of the episode. But again, it was your run-of-the-mill hometown. You see the, the sister who looks a lot like her. You meet yeah. the mom who looks just like her. And there was like 20 family and friends in this small little outside barbecue. And I don't know if you watch it like this or people out there watch it like this, but sometimes I always wonder, I'm like, so are they renting these houses for these people or do these people really live in these homes? Because I've read before and it's been proven that if production doesn't like where they live, they will rent a house for them. Really? That's weird. But this particular house, I think, was theirs because there was like... No, I think it was theirs. You don't yeah. rent a house with Encyclopedia Britannica's. No. <laughs> yeah, no. That, yeah, that was a little weird. Um, no. But yeah, I mean, again, like the parents are caught... Every, every hometown, the parents are, oh, you just met six weeks ago or whatever it's been. They're always cautious, mm-hmm. but then they're so quick to give the blessing. Yes, yeah. it's fine. A lot of complaints last night on social media about what people seem to think is an antiquated way of going about asking dad for permission. A lot of people think, why are we still asking dad for permission? But, I mean, Colton, I think, did say it. He's a traditional guy. Yeah, well, I, I, I actually think that's kind of BS on social media, to be honest with you. I mean, like, uh, whether you remember this or not, I mean, like, I literally told you one day that I was, like, working late. Like when I was teaching, I was like, oh, I got to stay for this like meeting. I told you like a couple days in advance, but I made plans to basically go to your, uh, it was your grandmother's house where your parents were. And I asked your dad and your mom's permission and actually your grandmother, cause she was there at the time. Um, and it was all three of them because I just feel like, yeah, call it old fashioned, call it like, but I mean like that's, I feel like the the right thing to do. You know, I feel like that's the classy way to go. Um, it's super old fashioned, but I felt, uh, I felt better doing that than just kind of asking you without their blessing. The other thing too is, you know, I do feel a little awkward, uh, or my heart in a way goes out to Colton. I mean, I got to give him the credit. I mean, he's got a lot of balls for asking, these parents or these fathers for their blessing only knowing their daughter for a a short amount of time. Like when I went to your parents' house, we had been dating for a long time and I knew that I was going to get a yes from them. I wasn't worried about that. It was more out of respect that I asked, but I mean like he's really putting himself out there. Like it could go either way. You know what I mean? And and it did go that way in some respect. Yeah, there was a there was definitely some hesitation. But like I said, Kaylin's date was just okay. And while we're on Kaylin, do you want to just kind of talk about the end and yeah. how were you shocked when he decided to say 
uh, Cassie. Yeah, well, the reason why I was shocked, um, and I still am a little shocked, is because even though he has strong feelings for Cassie, she's the only one out of them that hasn't said she's falling for him and hasn't expressed how she feels and seems hesitant. And he's the one the entire season who has been saying, I don't want to go down the, like my biggest fear is getting down on one knee and that person isn't ready. And she out of everybody seems like she is that person. Like she might not actually be ready. And he's kind of going on a whim, you know what I mean? But it really comes down to, are you willing to take that chance? You know what I mean? Like he, are you willing to jump that fence? Yeah, I mean he has feelings for for Kaylin and or I mean did and she had feelings for him, but I guess not strong enough. I was reading that because we didn't really get too much of an explanation from him when she was kind of like dumbfounded and she said blindsided when they were on the bench outside. She just kind of stared at him blankly. And he didn't really give her a whole lot, but apparently on the Women Tell All, which we're going to see next week, he gives her a little bit more insight. And really what it comes down to is he's just feeling Cassie, Tasia, and Hannah G more than Kaylin. And that's just really what it comes down to. Kaylin, for me, really took a turn these last few episodes. I really liked her. And of course, you want to root for her because of that story she so bravely told. But... When she looked at Cassie and said, this is bullshit, I think that's what she said. I think it was, yeah, it it seemed like it would be bullshit. Because it came down to the two of them. Yeah. Again, it just, it wasn't classy. And Uh. for somebody who's supposed to hold, you know, holds themselves in such regard of being this beauty pageant person, it just seemed a little trashy. And I think that hurts her chances of becoming the next Bachelorette. This is going to sound a little weird too. And I, and I probably going to, I might get some flack for this, but I mean, like I was looking at, uh, Kaylin's sister uh-huh. and she just looks a little rough around the edges. And I'm wondering, like, it's kind of give me like a kind of trashy vibe. And I'm like, mm, like, you know, like who is like Kaylin's real family? You know, Would like the real Kaylin family, please stand. <clears throat> yeah. Like the pageant life, like how's the mother with the pageant. They, like, I feel like there's a whole nother side that we didn't see. And yeah, her getting a little um, verbally violent at certain times has given, me, has given me a little more confidence that Hannah B was probably not the one who was nuts. Yeah, and I'm glad that you brought up Hannah B. Last week I said on this podcast, Hannah B was supposed to show up in Birmingham, Alabama, where Hannah G's date is. Well, apparently that was cut. She did do it, but they cut it out of the episode. Why? I think it's because it would have made her look a little bad or desperate and that would have hurt her chances to become the next bachelorette which signs could point to her being named the next bachelorette which we will find out on i think after the final rose in two weeks Hmm. whether or not who you know who the bachelorette is regardless of the outcome so i thought that was weird cutting it out you would think that that would have spruced up or spiced the episode up a little bit maybe it didn't need it so i want to get off of kaylin for a second yeah or it was really bad you know, like really bad, like uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, like just they didn't want to. They didn't have enough time to get it into hometown. Would it have been as uncomfortable as Hannah G rapping at the end of the episode? That was awesome. You thought so? Yeah, because I think it shows like a side of the real her. She's a little goofy. Like her family was like all into it. The fact that her dad dropped the beat like immediately was like was this that was a beat. 
I don't know what it was, but it was like like they've done this before. It's the norm. It was just like Gary on the kick drum, bum bum. <laughs> Gary <laughs> on the kick drum. Bum, bum. Shout out <laughs> to the breakup. Yeah, I mean, like that's basically. I was like, oh my god, this is hilarious. Super. Uh, I know. <laughs> I, I was just gonna say, but um, how about that whole etiquette lesson with Hannah G and Colton? That was weird. Uh, his reaction to finding out he was getting an uh, an etiquette lesson was like he smiled, but was like, oh okay like he was like trying to be excited but was like why and then like they went in and it was like it was the it was like watching an ep- uh it was watching like pretty woman like r- really when she the really the thing that i thought was dumb as I know hell what you're gonna say the bread it, just the bread <laughs> i was like when when he they actually cut to him saying who has time to butter a tiny piece of I am the same way. I cut it in half, put the bread in the middle. I just like oh, house that piece of bread. I'm a savage beast when it comes to that bread. Oh my I'm God. I'm a savage Hannah beast. I thought that that etiquette lesson, and Hannah G doesn't even seem like she is a proper Southern belle. That would have been more a date for Hannah B, who seems more like, let's go put a napkin on her lap and pass it to the lap. The other thing that I thought was weird is that when they were at dinner, they never like referred to any of the etiquette. Like, uh, no like he kidding. Did, like They're he did. rapping at the dinner table. <laughs> yeah, he re- they really care about him putting butter on his bread. It was, was so, so dumb. Fake. And who's going to walk like a prince <laughs> with a book on his head? Hello, Mrs. <laughs> So-and-so. My name is Gaston. Yeah, like who walks like that? It was like stupid. Like, yeah, if you're if you're like in the in like, you know, if you room with Thomas Jefferson, like maybe, but like so dumb. Who is rooming with Thomas Jefferson? Uh, well, Sally Hemings. Yeah, oh, anyway, too soon. So, uh, so, too soon. So, it's fact. So I was getting and then like the episode was really freaking me out because Etiquette Lady looked like Cassie's mom. And I was just I was having like a mind blowing moment. I'm like, there's so many blondes. But that's kind of been the entire season of The Bachelor. So that was Hannah G's date again. The dad's hesitant. But then somehow after the commercial break, he ends up coming around and says, yes, you can have my blessing. Yeah. Well, that wait a minute. That was Hannah. Hannah. Yeah. But he did that at the end. Yeah, I felt like that he kind of just came, again, he was very hesitant but came around. Well, didn't he do that outside at the uh the fire pit or everything about a different one? That's Cassie. It's Cassie. We didn't yeah, get to yeah, Cassie yeah, yeah. yet. Yeah, but uh cuz as far as I remember, the only person to actually come around at the end was Tasha. Yes. And we'll so- get to Tasha. So, let's just talk about Tasha's. I will say this. Um I think that her dad was probably my favorite out of all the dads. Loved like, him. Like, talk about some guy who legit keeps it real. Like, no bullshit. Just the, my favorite line from him was, you can't microwave, microwave. a relationship. Yeah, I love and that. And I was like, because that's exactly what the show is, well, whether we want to up. admit it or not. That's why I like Hometown so much, because... You, the parents aren't classically trained by the producers no. to say words like journey and process. They yeah. tell it like it is. They see they are kind of the voices of the people at home that see how crazy this whole thing is. And they keep it so real. Well, think I, about it, too. I mean, it, I don't think that they actually get to see anything. Be, be, you know, oh no. yeah, which... Honestly, I think if they had been watching what we had been seeing before they went to hometowns, they'd have a lot of questions because you start to see like the intimacy. And as a father, I think you'd have a lot of issues with that. And I feel like going, I think it's hilarious because I think, you know, from a father's perspective, I guess if I 
had given my blessing to somebody and then I watched everything and I saw how intimate he was with other girls, I'd be like, oh, I kind of want to retract my blessing. blessing You know what I mean? Like, it's a little hard to watch that stuff, which is why I think they don't show that stuff. Um, But before we get into more of that, I just want to say, I think my favorite... um, my favorite line in the in the Tasha episode, as far as their date went, when they went skydiving, was they were getting ready to put all their gear on, and they were asking about you know he, he, the trainer looks at Colton and he says, "You look thrilled," and he goes, "Ah," he goes, "I'm a little nervous." He goes, "I'm actually like straight up terrified," and then the guy goes, "Well," he goes, "You know we have a parachute." He goes. And you're probably asking, you know, what happens if the parachute fails? Well, he goes, well, we have a backup pa- parachute. And he goes, you're probably asking what happens if the reserve parachute fails? No sweat. Just follow your instructor down the long tunnel to the white light. And then he's like, I'm kidding. And like the fact that he has that good of a sense of humor about straight up dying made me laugh. I laughed out loud when he said that. Just was, a little skydiving humor oh, for you. Yeah. And I mean, he probably does that to a lot of people to kind yeah. of break the ice. And the other line that made me laugh was when Colton was getting ready to jump out of the plane and he says, Oh my, you know, please God, I hope that let me survive this, this jump. You know, I'm, I'm still a virgin. You know, I've heard, I've heard it's pretty good. (laughs) Like I don't want to die yet. Like I thought that was funny. I mean, whether that was manufactured by production or not, I thought it was also a very good line. Yeah. I liked Tasha's date. I liked her family. I love that her little brother Bryce has become kind of a viral meme of really? him sipping uh, his the lemonade? drink. Yeah, and then there's a picture of him in the background, and people are like, "Oh, it's so Bryce to be drinking the lemonade with a picture of Bryce in the background." So I I liked Tasia's parents. Again, I like seeing where people come from. I like seeing where they get their vibe. Obviously, Tasia's dad is very protective of her considering she was married before. And like we said, we are all about Tasia's dad. And I, I but I also like the fact that he didn't give him the blessing until he talked to Tasia. Yeah. He talked to Tasia to see where she was coming from. And once he felt her out and gave it another go and kind of saw them together and they were talking again, he then kind of like retracted that and said after talking to Tasha, I feel like I see that you guys are both genuine. You both make each other very happy. You know, I do want to give Colton my blessing. And I thought that was cool. Like he made him wait for it. You know, it, it, he, he didn't feel pressured to have to say yes or no then. Right. You know, so and I thought that was cool. So, so let's get into Cassie's date while we're still in California because sure. Tasia's in Orange County and I'm kind of sad she didn't say welcome to the OC bitch, which is one of my favorite phrases ever uttered on television. Shout out to those who used to watch the OC like I did on Fox. Just anyway, um, then we moved down to Huntington Beach, California, where Cassie, of course, I mean, she's a, a, a blonde California girl, so she obviously likes to surf. Her body looked incredible. And I liked their little playful surfing date. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, th- I thought it was a little too, like, Cassie is just very blue crush to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she jumps out on her surfboard. Like, she honestly, like, didn't even look like she was that good of a surfer. Like, her stance was a little, like, just like... Well, have you ever surfed before? No, but that doesn't look like a surfer to me. It looks like somebody who, like, kind of surfs maybe once and on the, uh, once or twice they in the summer. They were probably, like, when you're not reading your Bible and doing your makeup, <laughs> what do you like to do? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, it, the fa- I think the funniest part of that whole date was seeing Colton fall on his ass the entire time. Was this I mean, episode just seeing Colton just fail like with etiquette lessons and 
the skydiving. And... No, but I think it's good because they're these girls are definitely challenging him. You know what I mean? Like oh, he's always everybody like everybody but Kalen. Yeah, he's he's always like, ooh, I want to be adventurous and try things yeah. and be spontaneous. Well, like yeah, that's exactly what they're giving you. True. You know, and Kalen's like, let's go on a horse carriage ride. Ice cream. <laughs> yeah. So we walk into Cassie's house and we see, I mean, her knockout of a family. The sister is absolutely drop dead yeah, gorgeous. She is. Who I can totally see this would never happen, but imagine if Bachelor in Paradise like turned their like whole thing on their head and they were like, We're gonna invite siblings now and all of a sudden you see like Cassie's bombshell sister walking down the steps and the guys are like, What? Uh I don't know why they sound like Ja Rule, but Cassie's <laughs> uh Mom, again, a beautiful woman. I just, I, I don't know. Their whole vibe was just like hotness oozing through the whole house. But then you get Matt, the dad, who, if you thought Tasia's dad kept it real, uh, Cassie's dad kept it seriously real. Yeah. And he's going to play a big part in these next few weeks. You see. What You'll do you see. mean? Why do you think so? So I was reading Reality Steve. And again, like, I don't want to put... Uh, too much of him on blast because you should go and read his columns, realitysteve.com. But let's just say, and as somebody who is very close to their father, like I am, and obviously like Cassie is, once your dad gets in your head, you Mm -hmm. can't get it out. Right. Cassie's dad was just, again, trying to say to her, you're 23. And I was trying to tell you this when we were on the couch earlier. She is 23. She showed some maturity throughout the season, but I feel like this episode, there, there was some maturity there. There was, okay, this girl is in her early 20s when she was talking to her dad, when she's talking to her sister. She just doesn't seem like she's really ready. And what has Colton said this entire season? My greatest fear is that if I propose to somebody and they're not ready. And I think Cassie is in the running uh, to be to be he I think she's the the number one candidate here and I think that if he he's gonna try to propose to her she's not gonna say yes and I think that it's a big re- dad's chirping in her ear and I think that that will have a big outcome so you think that she like she's gonna get proposed to and then say no yes and I think that's why he jumps the fence well yeah but he jumped the fence in like dockers in like a, a jacket I mean like I don't think that he would propose at that time I mean it was you see him on some weird you know, with a ring in his hand when he's like in a full suit. So I don't think that's the same time. Hmm. You know what I mean? I All think right. that's a different episode. I mean, I think I think something goes on with uh, with Cassie where I think she she actually goes home because she's in a car like crying. And I'm like, well, where, where, when else would you see that happen? You know what I mean? So I don't know, but it's editing. So, so who knows? Do you think he ends up in the boom, boom room? Do you think Colton loses his virginity before the end of the season? No. I mean, I think he ends up in fantasy suites and messes around and maybe does whatever, but I don't think that he loses virginity. I I, I don't know. I just don't, I feel like it would be a little too, um, I don't know. I mean, unless, unless he is 99% sure that like this is the girl he's going to propose to and goes that way. But I mean, dude, if you've waited this long, I feel like just wait until it's with the person that you're engaged to. You know what I'm saying? Um, unless it's Cassie and like that doesn't happen, then he's just going to have to like, he's going to end up killing himself because he's waited this long. And or he's jumping wait over so the far. fence, but again, a clean jump. And I'm guessing that that's how they're going to end one of the episodes. So I'm looking at the schedule here. Monday, March 4th, next Monday, that's when we get the overnight dates. And then March 5th, the next night. So we get two. 
We get two episodes next week. We get the overnight dates on Monday, yeah. and then on Tuesday, it's the women tell all. Right. So that's when hopefully the Katie stuff will be straightened out. Right. Kaylin, Demi, I'm sure that all that stuff is going to be ironed out at the women tell all. Colton shows up, and I think that's where he explains the Kaylin situation. Also, um, so then he didn't look like he was having a good time sitting there. I think. I mean, but I, I don't I think don't, that. I don't think that that was from Women Tell All. I no. think that was from Becca's uh, season. I don't. I think that they really? don't have the video yet. Was he on stage though in the Becca thing? Yeah, I, I'm was pretty he? sure because she sent him home before the other guys, right? Before yeah, but it was like it was like Garrett and. Yeah, but I don't else. know if she had him on stage. I don't really? remember that. No. So, well, regardless, the next week, it is the completion of the overnight dates. Yeah. So, and then Tuesday is the finale and after the final rose. Right. So, Tuesday, March 12th is when the whole season wraps up, and hopefully we'll get the announcement as to who the Bachelorette is that night, which I think that's what we will, because they're supposed to be filming Newport on March 21st, and this thing is over March 12th, so. Oh, all right. Yeah, so we'll figure it out. Who do you think it is? The Bachelorette? Yeah. I think it's Hannah B. Really? So what? how do you think Newport is involved? I think that, you know, when they were scouting locations, they wanted to check out a place that had these beautiful, ornate type spots, which Newport does. Newport isn't exactly the nicest place in March, though. So that kind of threw me. But again, you think about the mansions, the water... And then it's probably a group date, group date and a one-on-one -on -one date is probably what they're going to be doing in Newport. Oh, so they've already probably been filming a lot of this then. They've already started filming. Well, no, the... they're just scouting locations right now. But I'm, so, but that's what I'm saying, like so, already. So, okay, so March 12th. So, right. So listen, so after the final rose happens, oh, that's our bachelorette. They go right into filming meeting in LA. Yeah. So then they do the mansion stuff. Yeah. And then they go, they, they start to, like I said earlier in the episode, yeah, that's true. they go from East coast to whatever exotic location they go mm -hmm. from here. But the East coast stop would be Rhode Island, which is where we are. Where's the East coast stop this, this past, this season? That's a good question. I yeah, can't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. I know anyway. that, uh, mm -hmm. Becca season, they, before they took off, they had gone to somewhere in Virginia. Cause I remember the whole Virginia is for lovers thing. Oh yeah. yeah Jojo yeah. did the same thing. So, uh, real quick, little tea from Bachelor Nation. Remember Chad, sweet potato Chad? Oh, yeah. Chad, do you remember? Okay, so I'm going to ask you if you remember somebody else again. Remember from this season, from Colton's season, she looked like Kaylin, but her name was Caitlin. Yeah, sure. He's dating her. Yeah, okay. Doesn't surprise me. He slid into her DMs and now they're dating. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, hey, she likes somebody that eats, you know, cold cuts, you know, out of the fridge. So <laughs> I miss Chad. He was great TV. Yeah. And um, he was also probably the most in shape dude out of everybody. And as much as most of those guys like, I mean, that guy was legit working out. Like I was like, all right, man. Wow. All right. Not going to lie. Like this dude's definitely knows what he's doing. So do you agree Crazy. that? So you've been saying this whole time, Tony, this whole season, you think Cassie's going to be the one he picks. So you're still standing by that. Yeah. I mean, I think. It, it's it's see for me, I think Cassie is the most attractive out of all of them. Um, Looks aren't everything, right? No, you completely. I completely agree with you. But I think when I found out she works with kids and like I I just like her kind of, you know, she has this like innocence to her. She's very cute. Like I think 
that he um I don't know if it's going to be her though. Like there's a part of me that thinks it's going to be Hannah G. You know, I just there's a lot is it I mean like I I want to I want to stay strong and say Cassie, Cassie, but there's something about this whole, you know, Hannah G did get the first impression rose. And he he said it from the beginning. She reminds me of home, which we still don't know what still that don't know means. What it means. And he said that again, and we still don't know what it means. He said it at her at her family's house in front of the at the dinner table when he made the toast. You know, like we still don't know what that means. He didn't explain it. I I don't know. I, I think it could be it's it's Cassie or Hannah G. I'm leaning more towards Hannah G now. Yeah, but that might change in the next next week. Until next week, when we finally get our fence jump, let's hope. Definitely. So with that being said, if you did not receive a rose, take a moment, say goodbyes. Bye. The Bachelor After Party with Becca and Tony will be released every Tuesday night, and you can find us on Anchor, iTunes, and any of your podcast listening platforms.